Junior? Oh, yeah, we're recording Tuesday. with Craig. Tuesday, Craig Tuesday. Tuesday. I thought you... <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of Craig Porter Jr., fantastic performance. Oh, what I uh, but, but before we get to Craig Porter Jr., gentlemen, how are, how's everyone doing on this beautiful Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday? Howdy, howdy. Great, man. I'm here. Tomorrow's yeah. like Friday. Tomorrow's Friday. Today yeah. was basically yeah. my Friday, so... Um, Hell yeah, man. It's the week yep. we celebrate uh, genocide, guys. Hey, you know, Thursday You're genocide. Right. You're right. Yeah, dude. I wanted to disagree with you, but I can't. As a descendant of Daniel Boone, this really... This is your holiday. week. Is this it is a weird week. one yeah. for you? Are you I mean, flags? I'm conflicted. Yeah, I'm conflicted. Part of me loves Native American culture. The other part of me... uh. Well, I don't want to say the other part of me, but my my history of me really, really is on the other side of that argument. You better walk this one. Yeah. Anyway, um, all right, guys. So uh, the rails uh, we've been off off the rails. So immediately they never started. They just. Do you want me? Do you want me just stop and we can restart then? No, 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 never, never, never backspace, never surrender. (laughs) All right, guys. So. yeah, anyway, it's, uh, it's obviously uh, Tuesday recording a little before Thanksgiving, so I'll tell you what I'm thankful for. I'm thankful that we have 21 listeners. We've been doing this for three weeks, and we have 21 listeners. We're having here, seven here. new listeners here, here. a week. That's incredible. Uh, I also, uh, Jason Grace and I believe we also have another big shout-out to give this week. Yeah, I'll tell you, Greg, my nails are fucked up, dude. Oh, They're man. Is there I'm, anything I'm that really you can... sorry to hear that. Do, do you have any idea how I could get that fixed? Boy, Jason, what I would suggest is heading over to our friends over at Manifest Salon over there in Shaker. They do a wow. really awesome job. What kind of services do they offer at Manifest Salon in Shaker? They make your nails not shitty. Hell yeah. Manifest Nails. Um, so a big shout out to our friends at Manifest Nails. They are not our sponsor, but we're just letting everybody get a little taste of what we have to offer. In terms of sponsorship uh, commercials, you know we're pretty uh, pretty good at them. So uh, that was shout genius. out to that was, uh, yeah, fantastic. great job, boys. And, and what's up to everybody at Manifest? You know, guys do a I great think job. You sold them. Yeah, yeah. I, I think awesome. oh, yeah. All of our twenty-one listeners should go check out Manifest Nail Salon in Shaker uh, Heights. I because bet, they make your I nails if, not shitty. Was yeah, they make your nails yeah. definitely not shitty. Exactly. So I mean, okay. I bet if I could check their stock price right now. Uh, it'd be going up. What so. a slogan! <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. Well, speaking of uh, speaking of not shitty at stock prices going up, uh, the Browns came out with a very very wonderful big. I uh, believe in the 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 pre show warm up. I said we beat the shit out of the Steelers. We we really didn't, but we came away with the victory, guys. Yeah, that was. Uh, I mean. That was football. It's, it, it, was it counts as football. You are right. It counts as it's football. T- it technically counts as football. So that's, uh, you know, unexpected, I guess. Um, and we we won for sure, right? Like, there's no doubt. Like, they can't come back and take this away from us, right? The, the clock did hit zero, right and now, we did but... have a higher score than the Pittsburgh Steelers, which I do believe counts as a win. All right. It's Tuesday, and uh, according to ESPN.com, we are still seven and three. Fantastic! It's great to hear. It's great to um, hear. Uh, yeah, we. I mean, 
we overcame the odds. I think is is, is about <laughs> the best. Uh, I mean, the, the if anyone lost, it's it's everyone who watched. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm going to slightly disagree with you because I didn't feel like I lost. I felt like I won. I okay. Um, yeah, and and I, halfway I think through I, the game, I was like, I need some. I need to stay awake somehow. Like this is the this is so boring. This is this is not fun to watch. Uh, but you know, I, I guess I, I shouldn't, I shouldn't complain too much, obviously, uh, you know, defense came through and, uh, yeah, it was, yeah. it was a dub. Can't complain it, about it, a dub versus the Steelers. It does count as a win, especially against the, the hated Steelers. Uh, but the people, someone who does have the right to complain mm. and I hate the fact mm. I have to say that mm. out loud. Um, but Jason. Mm. I yeah. do believe you have the right to complain. Kyle, Grace, and I are begrudgingly acknowledging that. I don't. Um, how, how are you feeling today? I don't even want to necessarily complain more than I just want to say. Uh, thank God for the first time since 1941, we've made an in-season move at coordinator to send Matt Canada <laughs> Back to the fires in Canada, so we can rot in hell. Um, I uh, that's a little bit Is so ridiculous. Damn, but, Joe, you gonna let him talk like that? Um, no, I, dude. It's his time to rant. It's his time. Uh, I'll, just, I'll let it slide this time. Fair enough. Just, I know it's it's. I think this goes back a little bit to that that constant question of like, what is a season goal, right? Do you go into every season with the expectation that you're going to win a Super Bowl, right? Like, what what are you looking for from your team? Is it not Super if you're Bowl a Browns fan? You go in hoping that we don't look terrible, and to right. be honest, and I think we that's, won and looked terrible. So yeah, I think that's the different difference, right? Like, I do understand part of me bitching. Like, if you look at our records since 2016, it's 11 and five, then 13 and three, then. Nine and six, eight and eight, twelve and four, nine and seven, nine and eight. Right. So I get it. We're over five hundred. Tomlin's never done it. Um, but my goodness, like, just the the offense since Canada's been here has been unbelievably anemic. And this doesn't solve fucking anything. I think that's the worst part about it. Like, this doesn't this doesn't solve anything other than maybe we call a little bit better plays. Um, I think the thing that really sucks is like there have been so many offensive draft picks in and I guess this is going to come off a little weird so I want to I want to preface this by saying I understand the production that some of those offensive picks did when they had their good years to Pittsburgh but Le'Veon Bill fucking nutcase Antonio Brown fucking nutcase um oh, oh, okay, Chase Claypool okay. fucking nutcase so like I okay. think some I'm of those give you a tea card. Card. Okay. No, I know I'm not done yet. Those those picks worked out, right? But since we had those guys, it's been it hasn't really worked, right? Like we made we made picks, they didn't pan out, but I think Chase Claypool is I think the one that really stands out. I'm still not a huge fan of Deontay Johnson, but man, that Kenny Pickett pick works looks worse and worse every year and George Pickens now, and I, I don't know how much this really means, but like he's now deleted everything from the Steelers on his Instagram, which I guess is a thing that players do now when they're trying to leave. Um, it's just, it's, it's not a dumpster fire because it's Pittsburgh and Art Rooney, the second kind of came in and 
there's conflicting report. Like I read four articles today. Two of them said that it was Art Rooney that made the firing. Two of them said it was Tomlin. Then Tomlin got on the stage and said, I did it. So it's like yeah. there's legitimately some discord. You look at now Najee Harris isn't exactly producing. So when you listen to his post-game press conference and he like doesn't want to talk about the team, he wants to talk about himself. He doesn't want to talk about the atmosphere. He wants to talk about how he feels. So like clearly something wrong. Does Matt Canada fix that? I don't really think so. Somehow the problem the problem is like we we it as much as this sucks to say like we need a year when we're like towards the bottom, right? So we can get a good draft pick and get and not that there's not good picks later on in in the you guys find them uh, in the thing we find them right, but like I think we need in order to get that really offensive explosion guy, we just have to have a year where. We don't go 500 and we're towards the bottom. Like you look at the Patriots, right? Like the Patriots for forever been a dynasty and they got their own discord now, but like at least they're towards the bottom of the league and they've got an opportunity to maybe not get a number one pick, but get a high draft pick and get an offensive guy that can come in and do some, do some stuff. But the problem is like I, on one hand, obviously I'm excited. We got rid of Matt Canada. Like we didn't throw the ball to the middle of the field again for another game which is fantastic because not like every team exploits the middle of the field by good play calling, right? Like every fucking team does that. Um, but like, does this, what does this solve? Like we now have another year at Kenny Pickett, see if he can prove it, I think. Right. Which sucks. Like it's, and I know I'm just, and it's not even the fact that we lost to the Browns. Like if that was, if that game, I mean, Kyle, you said it like, it's like what we watched the game that was a football game that was a game that happened. And with the exception of one explosive play um, from Jalen Warren, like that offense again looks so anemic. And it's like, I don't, I just don't, I don't think Kenny Pickett has it. Now we have to, we got him for another year. And if he somehow sneaks out another 500 a year, like how long do we ride that train? I guess is my thing. So yeah, it's, it's frustrating. Um, if we lose to the Browns, if we lose to anyone, I just want us to look like we know how to play football, and that hasn't been the case for a lot of these games. And eventually, that six and zero record with when you're within a point or trailing in the fourth quarter, like this is what happens. You, you can't do, especially against the Browns defense. Like Miles Garrett, and I I get he's taking over the league this year, so it's like it's not specific to the Steelers. No one can fucking stop that guy. He's unbelievable, right? Like he's one. TJ Watts too. Those are two of the best defensive players in the league. Miles Garrett is like this year specifically is he's off the chain good. So I I get that we are not going to slow him down, but he's not the only like unbelievable part of that defense. And that's like my worries when this team that's anemic against bad, bad defenses plays a defense like the Browns. How like where are the yards going to come from? So I mean, like you yeah, said, spoken, I mean, seventy-five sp- sp- yards. Spoken like someone who's never ever yeah. experienced true loss before. I might add, by the way, <laughs> it's true. And yeah, seventy-five yards on one play, and that was yeah. the score. Yeah, you know that was the score. So, and again, I, I like I I knew what we were walking into with the. That's why I said last week, like. It wasn't me just being a dick. Like, I really thought the Browns could win because of that reason. Like, the Browns' defense is so much better than the Steelers' offense. It doesn't matter if the Steelers... And the Steelers really don't have a good defense. Like, they just have a lot of turnovers. I think that's why 
I disagree. I, 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 they have a good defense. Are they a great defense? Are they top five in the league? No, but they have a good defense. They're probably, I, I don't have to say, they're probably top 10, top 12 in the league. They're a good defense. I think the flip side of it is, is that the Browns have a dominant defense that can bail out anything, and the, and the Steelers' defense is on the field too much, and then they break, right, because they're not as dominant. They're not, they're not controlling time possession or anything like that. They're, 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 they're making turnovers happen, and if their offense could stay in the field for longer than three plays, they'd get to reset themselves. They'd get to refresh, get more energy, and go back on the field and make those kind of plays again. But when, you, when you're on the field all the time, you can't possibly become a – it's very, very hard to become a dominant defense. The Browns are the exception to the rule right um the only the, I, and by the way i'd also say you made one comment about the patriots the steelers are in a significantly better position than the patriots in my opinion because the the steelers have proven that they're able to draft well they're able to sign well they're able to trade well with a stable owner and uh, a front office and a coaching staff that knows how to play winning football in a variety of scenarios Bill Belichick has only known how to win with Tom Brady, and uh, his, the Bill Belichick methodology doesn't work without Tom Brady. I think I think that's been proven right now. Um, hot take: Andy Reid over Bill Belichick any day of the week. Um, so I, I think if I had to pick one of the two scenarios, I'm going to pick Pittsburgh day in and day out, nine nine out of ten times. Back ten out of ten times because I, I I believe that their situation is significantly better. Just how real many? Quick, how the Steelers many, uh, are the Steelers are bottom five in yards per game allowed that that's surprising that's the turnovers though like your record shows that's the thing yeah turnovers i mean your record is not bad like no against all odds against all odds of your offense be like everything against your offense like your your defense has like you're not gonna like when you're when you go three and out every other possession your defense is going to give up yards. That's just That's how it is. Yeah, yeah. You know, so it's it's. I'm sure that they're they get those... probably more towards the middle of the pack than what their yards per game shows. But the turnovers, I think, make it into a uh, a little bit better. I think that the difference maybe it's also between like Robert Kraft and uh, uh, Mooney. <laughs> Uh, Rooney, Rooney. Close. Mooney. Mm, yeah, yeah, tomato. Fucking no. Tomato, 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 tomato. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, is it might be massage parlor visits? Probably, probably. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I think uh, that, that might yeah. be the biggest. That's probably the biggest difference between the two of them. Yeah, yeah. a lot of a lot of. I, I have a feeling Robert Kraft has that market really, really. Yeah, tied he's down. got that lockdown. Well, it's either a difference or one that just hasn't been like talked about too much yet. And I mean. You know, they were probably yeah. there together. And let's be real. I mean, come on. Yeah. So, That's so yeah, I, I, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to sit here and bitch too much because I do get it. Like I, it's, a, it's a different, it's a different experience for, for me, for the, my lifelong fandom. Right. Um, but it, it's been three years of ineptitude on the offensive side of the ball. So at some point I think I'm, it wins or losses like and the Steelers like being good or winning the Super Bowl like at some point I just want to watch a game that makes me go oh cool I like I like watching my team play and that hasn't been the case since really Ben's last two years and then 
Certainly this year. It is tough. Do you guys know how that feels? Do you guys have any idea? I know you guys. No, I've never once experienced a football game that I, yeah, never once. I will Um, say, Jason, like from the outside looking in, so like I know, I I know how it feels from the, you know, from your seat. Um, But I will say when you watch good franchises around the NFL, whether it's the Steelers or when the Patriots were, you know, and great, yeah, they had Tom Brady, but they were also making other good draft choices and other good moves from you know those higher draft slots, or I guess lower, higher numbered draft slots. There we go. Yeah, um, right. you know, I have nothing but faith that the Steelers are probably going to make the perfect move, you know, this year and. You know, going in the next year with this draft, so I don't, I don't know if you need to blow it up because you do have a good defense and there's pieces there. So like, yeah, I don't, I don't know if you know if you need that 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 gear that's well under 500 to get that top three draft slot because I just, I don't know, I, I, I guess maybe I just have a lot of faith because the Steelers have been so good my whole life. And Gray, I'm, white people are in charge. And yeah, the way I would describe it, right, right, is that for the longest time, you never questioned what direction the Steelers were going, and you always knew what the plan and the pathway was. The mm-hmm. past two, three years, they've been a little bit uh, directionless. I think they've been trying to find their way, but the question of who is leading them and to find a direction has never been in doubt, right? Tomlin has been a fantastic coach. They've had great ownership. The front office has been stable. You have always felt the comfort in knowing that, oh, I don't have to go through a coaching change every two years. I don't have to worry about a new front office every three to four years. I don't have to worry about an owner meddling. It's been stay the course. We will find a way. And if I'm on the I, if I'm on the outside looking in, like Grace said, I'm going to sit there and say until Tomlin fails me and proves that he's not the guy anymore until that front office fails to draft. Well, I'm going to at least go into an offseason feeling that we're going to develop a direction, we're going to build a direction, or we have a plan yeah. in place. And they're a very close. They're they're not going to leak out. I I understand why there's a little bit of concern of whether Rooney or, um, uh, uh Tom or Tomlin chose to fire Canada. The fact that he even made it out there is kind of shocking to me with how tight lipped that organization is. They don't let things like that. Yeah. Out in the ether. Yeah. And that really sounds to me like Tomlin also laid in the grenade and took it. He he said he hates making changes like that. And it was very, very difficult. And the reason why is because they never do it. 1945. Is that what you said? 1941. The last 41. time they made it. 41. That's, last, I, yeah. that's insane. The, the last time the Cleveland Browns made an in-season change was literally last year. Yeah. Or, uh, no, I'm sorry. Did they have coordinators ago. in the 40s? <laughs> I, don't, I think it was probably that's a good code. point. Be honest with you. Yeah, I think the owner, the GM, the water boy, the head coach, yeah. and sometimes slash like quarterback, the kicker, slash like quarterback, owner, player, yeah. owner, player, yeah. coach. <laughs> and I, I do have a question for you guys. And, and um, the, I guess the last thing I'll say, Joe, I, I, I get, I do get all that, and I'm not at any way diminishing it. I guess there's just a little bit of panic because some of our drafts, like the last, I'd say five drafts, have been like, we've got talent, but they haven't fit. And and that's well, you've never um, been here before, so I mean, it makes like you know the fact that you guys have been so consistently and at worst been average, like you know it's harder to stay consistently good than it is to to, I think build up from nothing. And the fact that you guys have literally done it our whole lives and then some is like crazy. So you know, so I I do have a question. 
I have a yeah. question for you guys, and I said this kind of jokingly, but I I do I do seriously look at the the rest of the Browns schedule and how good that defense is. Like, I I don't want to talk. Well, I have a, an opinion on football in general, but like, what, what do you guys realistically think? Like, I, I know the Browns at any point because it's football, you can lose any game, right? But like, defense is so good. Like, I really do think they can end this season with five or six losses, tops. I mean, they're already seven and three. Five, There's a mean, good chance they. You said five and six losses. Do you mean wins, or do you think we're going to make five or six losses? No, like only lose two or three <coughs> more games, tops. Okay, okay. Total, we would total, yeah, total, total losses. Total, yeah. Okay. What do you guys yeah. really think? I know we fucking joke about it and we poke fun at each other's teams, but like serious, like actual football talk. I look at the rest of the schedule, and it's like, Bron- I guess the Broncos. Broncos are, are good. See, the thing is, yeah. Broncos they have had a slight resurgence, uh, which sucks. And been winning somehow. The Jaguars have done the same. The Jaguars, the Jaguars are have three. been decent too. Like yeah. <clears throat> the Bears I, are no I longer mean, an easy out. I mean, Justin the, Fields the, has played the, well. The Bears have Justin Fields back. Texans are like kind of getting it together with CJ Stroud. Um, Jets. I mean, poor Jets. Boy, Zach yeah. Wilson uh, falling while he was going to the after uh, coming out of the sideline is hilarious. Oh, also, okay, also going from the starter to the third string. <laughs> not even I, yeah. Trevor Simeon That's is the backup. Maybe, He's not even yeah. the backup, which is uh, and man, tough, uh, man. Jets fans are are saying thank God for that. Uh, to to answer your question, and we can go around the horn. I I am I confident. The answer is no, but I think that's well, yeah, just yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. it's just a Browns game. Um, I don't disagree that we could end up with five or six losses. I truly think the sweet spot is 10 and 7, 11 and 6, um, because I think your defense can win you some games. What right. I am most worried about is our ability to come back from behind, right? If the defense has a bad game and we're down by two scores, you cannot tell me that our offense has the ability to come back from oh. down two oh, scores, no, no, no. right? We don't. No. Um, and that's why I not look even at the did, not even not even with the show right, on. Right. Um, but the Broncos and Jags concern me the most um, because, number one, like I said, those are both solid teams. They've they're winning. They're finding different ways to win football games. They're not relying on one way or the other. Travis Etienne's been a little bit disappointing in the run the past couple weeks, but both those teams have found ways to win offensive defense and running and passing games. Right. So that concerns right. me. We need to play a perfectly complete game to come out on top of those. And then I worry about, honestly, either one of the Texans or the Bears. I think one of those two games is a trap game. I think it's going to be we're going to be riding high. And one of those two teams is going to light us up. If, if it's C.J. Stroud popping off for three touchdowns or whatever again, um, or Justin Fields coming back from injury and finding his mojo. I just don't trust us to win both of those. Um, the Jets and Bengals should be gigantic in positive wins moving into a playoffs, mm-hmm. a spot. Yeah. I don't care if it's wild card or a division. You should be winning those two games out and going in feeling strong at the end of the year. Or with any luck, you're already in a position to rest starters at the at one of those two games, right? If you're well, in a good spot. Bengals, but I, yeah, well, yeah. both of them, but certainly the Bengals game, because that by that point in time, that team's going to be playing literally nobody. If, well, they the, should theoretically be playing nobody. Yeah, if that ba- if you need to, if the Browns need to win that Bengals game to make the playoffs, then the rest of the season is not going well. Um, yeah. I'm going to go ahead and say, and I'll, tell you, I'll let Kyle and Gray talk, and we can then we can pick out who's going to be a winner and loser here in these games. Okay. 
Yeah, I think that I think that Broncos, you know, I think obviously Broncos and Jags are probably the two scariest ones coming down the stretch. Um, Rams, you know, that's the kind of the one that you didn't even touch on. Um, And it's tough to say. It's tough to say what you like. I don't I guess I don't even know how they've how they've done the past few weeks, but um, I know Uh, Cooper Cup just got hurt again. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. That's obviously not good for them. Their run game, I think, has been pretty. Uh, like, who's their starting running back? Aaron Williams, but he. Aaron Williams, Williams. Okay. was it was Kyron Williams, but the, the Acres is uh, coming back. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> um, it's coming back soon. You know they have a, but they have you know some decent pass rush over there, which when you're starting a rookie is not like you know super dope but um you With know banged up offensive line yeah exactly and so you know like it's it's just like i i just wonder how much our offense is going to be like how many like we have to score like at least a touchdown every game like yeah you have to score a touchdown every game. You have to get, I mean, you know, and maybe you can get like two or three field goals and hopefully that'll like, hopefully the defense will cover the rest of it, <clears throat> but that's going to be so, I don't know. That's going to be really hard. And at what point, like, is Joe Flacco ever going to start? Is he ever, is he going to, is he going to be the one to come in? Is he going to have to come in at some point when we realize that we can't move the ball? I don't know. I think having said all that, I do think that we end up better then I think if we go four and three, I, I certainly see that as a possibility as much as I hate to be positive. Uh, <laughs> you know, I understand I the fear of positivity because it's, yeah. it's very counterintuitive to everything happens. that we've, that we've ever known. Um, yeah, I agree. I mean, I think four and three is probably what where we end up sitting this Broncos game. Like, yeah, I mean, they've been playing really well. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like a tale of two teams with them. I feel like, um, right. they've looked really, 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 really mm-hmm. fucking bad at times mm-hmm. this year. And then sometimes Russell Wilson, like, doesn't look so terrible. So yeah, Rams still have Aaron Donald. Exactly. And, you know, he's not Aaron Donald of old, but like he is still a fucking Aaron Donald. And like, right. They've got some players on that defense and so yeah i mean i I think four and three is pretty realistic i do think that yes joe flacco is going to play uh probably when we need him the most um but if i had so much if i had my choice i think that he's going to play against the jets as a revenge game and say (laughs) you guys wanted aaron Rodgers. fuck you here's five touchdown passes and he'll wake up the offense baby so I, yeah, so really quickly touching on the, the jumping Joe Flacco signing, uh, I truly just, I hate the fact that we're probably going to have to rely on him to start at some point in time. I truly hope that, uh, number one, if he starts the Broncos game, uh, that's not a good sign, uh, in my opinion, to start a guy who's been sitting, hasn't read the playbook, not familiar. That they have tells, announced DTR oh, as they a have? starter already. Okay, I did yes. not yeah. I did not catch that. Okay, well, thank yeah, God for that. Um, I think... I think honestly, if DTR 
minimizes turnovers, performs well, you go out and the offense looks effective. I'm not even saying you need to win. They look effective. I think you ride DTR. I think Joe, Joe Flacco doesn't bring you anything of value other than leadership and controlling the pocket a little bit um, and maybe avoiding costly turnovers. But I think if DTR can keep the turnovers down, which he's really, really truly appears to have tried, he hasn't made too many incredibly like what the hell was that? He's made some throws that I just not, didn't understand why he threw it, um, but he hasn't thrown it into double coverage blatantly. Uh, he's going to at some point in time. He's a rookie, but I don't know what Joe Flacco has left in the tank that says, I think he can lead you to the promised land. If we're starting Joe Flacco in meaningful games, that's because we're just going to ride our defense through any team we possibly can. I, I don't other, like I said, other than, other than rookie mistakes, I don't know what he gives you over DTR. I, you're, I, I haven't seen him play, so I can't say, I guess one way or another, uh, but he has thrown a lot of touchdowns in the NFL. Uh, and that's, I think what he brings uh, That's fair. when you can throw, when you can get first downs consistently, like that's so important. Uh, just moving the ball down the field. Like you don't need to just like, I think I kind of said it last week, like sure. Don't turn the ball over, but you get a three and out on your own 20 yard line. I, I, I don't disagree. You know, I just like you need to you need a little you need much more than I mean, you need a little bit more than than just, you know, not turning the ball over, which, you know, if you don't do that as DTR, that's great. But like, does that mean that you're not <clears throat> taking like some risks or taking some shots, which we haven't like taken? Deep. I mean, we have like not that I'm saying like, you know, go deep all the time whatever but like you know we just need like he he, he has a lower yeah. he has a he has a higher floor than dtr but in my opinion a lower ceiling right i think i think your window is significantly more narrow meaning you're going to get a steady stream of production from joe flacco his peak is no longer where it used to be it's very it's very much lower you theoretically could unlock more with dtr as he plays you could see him progress he's a rookie you don't necessarily know what his ceiling is i think you know where yeah. joe flacco's is um my only issue is that uh, Joe Flacco's entire last season when he was with the Jets, other than him leading a ridiculous comeback against us, ironically. Does anybody think that his entire season with the Jets was a, a, a player who was a still a a mediocre quarterback at but I mean he didn't look good. It's why that that loss to the Jets last year was terrible because he did nothing with them the rest of the season. And I know he the Jets didn't have contract. as much Yes. And that's that's my worries. We're, we're bringing in a guy who didn't even get a contract, didn't really get any looks. And to be fair, he said he was being choosy, I guess. OK, you're being choosy when no one contacts you. Congratulations. Like I'm being choosy on finding a date because no one wants to date me. It's, OK, cool. I could say that, too, Joe. That. you know, that joke. Um, it's uh, it's very. It's what ultimately it also and we said it in the past, it's just frustrating that we're here. It's frustrating well, that we're looking at Joe Flacco is, and saying, you know oh, boy. Hopefully, I, I mean, obviously, the hope is that we wouldn't need him for more than like a game, maybe two, because, yeah, could he come in in a spot start and give you more than PJ Walker? Absolutely. I think he could. Oh, absolutely. A thousand so, percent. But I mean, like to start him for the rest of the season, I don't know. I, I, I just don't. I, I kind of think the same way of like, I would almost rather throw DTR at it week to week and see what happens just because, yeah. I, you know, I, I don't. Joe Flacco didn't like hardly played all he only played a couple of games last year too he didn't play the whole season yeah like and he didn't look good 
And, and yeah, I mean, I, he, he's had a nice career, and we, we knew what his ceiling was. We don't know what it is now. I mean, he's, you know, 38 or whatever he is. He's like Trent Dilfer of the modern era. Yeah, and I mean, maybe that is enough to get us where we need to be with our defense, but I don't know. I, I, I'm honestly hoping that it, that obviously the hope is that DTR kicks ass and it doesn't matter who our third string practice squad quarterback is. So Agreed. Yeah. I think regardless, uh, if anyone watched the Monday night game, uh, the difference in football <laughs> compared to what we watched on Sunday oh, to man. what I watched last night was <laughs> very, yeah, the very the Jets. The Jets are the only loss for the uh, for those birds. So, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> what the Zach, hell? Zach Wilson's the only QB beaten this year. Yeah. But boy, that game last night was hope. fantastic. I, I mean, I, that was so much fun and so good. And it just really goes to show you, like, man, you need you need a good quarterback, man. I mean, sure that, like, you know, yeah. everyone knows that, obviously. Everyone in the world knows that, but like a good wide receiver doesn't hurt shit. either. We looked What's at that. that and a good receiver doesn't hurt either when you see how the, the Chiefs yeah. could have won. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, no, exactly. I think that, you know, I mean, imagine if they still had. Oh, gosh. Yeah, yeah, my goodness. Like, Jesus. Also, huge respect to, to Patrick Mahomes. He did not throw him under the bus. He had the every opportunity in that press conference of the game to say he should have caught that ball. And he said. He even said, I overthrew him a little bit. I could have made that ball shorter and made it easier to catch. Uh, I give him mad respect for that. I want to hate Patrick you, Mahomes. So yeah, dude. You know, he's so, he's so likable. He and Travis are both so likable on that team. Well, I think I'm, I think I'm getting there personally, but you know, <laughs> I'm only getting, I'm only getting him at Patrick. Cause everything he does is like, no quarterback's ever done that before. I mean, you look at Chris Collinsworth. I mean, oh no, that's yeah, the, well, anything honestly, that guy says. I think that he, Chris Collinsworth might be the problem. His, yeah, he's Absolutely. 12 to midnight. Like, his been. balls, his balls are empty every time he talks about. Oh yeah. Uh, Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> but like, I would yeah, like he loves Patrick watching Holmes. good quarterbacks. Yeah, I'd so do I. Yeah, but like yeah, he's I can't I can't. Yeah, but he's got like the Joe Bug thing with Schwarber. Yeah. Yes. 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 Although yeah, well yeah. Schwarber's a different story. The uh the, yeah, the, 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 the last thing of that is I I think uh, when you hear Patrick talk about football and the team and, and his players around him. I love him for that. The, the only the only other time I get annoyed with him is those fucking State Farm commercials. Chris Collinsworth and State Farm are single handedly ruining Patrick Mahomes as a person because <laughs> I despise both of them so much. Um, but you know, hey, things I don't despise. Does that mean we uh, can't reach out to State Farm to be our uh, sponsors? We're, we Ohio, we're an Ohio based podcast. We should really be going only with progressive. Good point. Yes. Good yeah. point. We yeah. should replace, yeah. or we should just replace. Uh, Patrick Mahomes as, as just the spokespeople. So just us? We <laughs> could fire uh, Patrick Mahomes? Oh, just us? Yeah. All right, yeah. I like it. Just oh, good. Directly. We can. It means that means we can put Chris Paul out of a job, too. Fuck Chris Paul. We have Paul. similar star power. I mean, well, Cliff Paul, too. <laughs> Cliff Paul's cool. Cliff could hang out. We, yeah. Uh, yeah, we got 21 listeners. So, and I'm sure 21 all 21 of them, listeners. we can make all 21 of them State Farm people if uh, State Farm wants to give us a wonderful job. But uh, speaking of jobs, the Cavs. The Cavs. Kesset did one hell of a job tonight against uh, the 76ers. Uh, we actually just started this podcast recording after the Cavs beat them in overtime. Yes. Um, they also had a huge win against Denver on Sunday that uh, Grace and Jason and I were in person to see. They uh, 
They made Jokic look like a bitch, and it was fantastic. Um, he also got in foul trouble, which didn't help well, in that, this yeah, case. Yeah, but, yeah. That would um, be why. Yeah, no, that's yeah, definitely why. Uh, but really quickly on the Cavs, so uh, obviously Mitchell's been out the past couple games. The Cavs' offense has been flowing through Darius Garland, and they've been moving the ball. What do you, what, have you guys been enjoying? I've really enjoyed them watching, uh, watching the way they've been playing so lately. I didn't catch the whole game tonight, um, but yes, I mean, it, tonight especially, I was uh, thrilled and surprised with how strong that our bigs looked against Joel Embiid. I mean, oh, shit. Embiid, yeah. and, he I mean, put up uh, his numbers Tobias like he will, too. but and uh, yeah, yeah, Tobias too. I mean, he put up his numbers and... Obviously, they went to overtime, and it was a tough game, but, I mean, shit, those guys, if if they can if they can hold their own against him, specifically the big guys, and, I mean, that's a really good thing. Yeah, outside it's, of yeah, fucking Dean Wade coming Donovan, out with a but, minus, well, yeah, outside of Dean Wade coming out with a minus 12, Craig Porter Jr., the walking plus minus himself at plus 21. <laughs> that's such a, that's such why they a, signed him, man, you know, like we've yeah. been saying. Didn't you say Yo, did we, we called that, absolutely. Yeah. Did you guys see, um, I think that last, like the game that you guys were at, I think that Jared Allen had a plus like 41. Yeah, it was, oh, yeah, it was, he was yeah. amazing that game. Jared he, Allen he has quietly well. been fantastic this year. Uh, he's well, been I very, very good. This goes back, uh, Kyle and I, I think, talked about this a couple weeks ago where like I felt like the offense looked like they weren't lost and that a lot of what they had to do was just start hitting shots. And like I feel like... yeah. That started to happen. Like the buckets are starting to fall. The offense has looked, in my opinion, the games I've watched, the offense has looked very similar and effective, like pretty much every I, I game. Think... Like they not really changed much. They're just hitting shots. I mean, even when Mitchell's in there, like, you know, some people might point out, oh, the ball is flowing a lot more with Mitchell out, you know, not in there. I don't think that. I mean, sure. Sometimes it obviously does slow down a little bit when Mitchell has the ball, but he can go get a bucket at any point. Yeah, like, right. Right. He's so good you know, that he's so good. Happen. He's still like the best. He's one of the best scorer. I mean, he's the like one of the best scorers in the whole league. Yeah. Um, he's so yeah, but he has not. I don't feel like he's been like. I don't feel like when I was watching, him, I was like, "Oh, pass the ball, dude! Like get, like move, do something," because he does. He still does do. You know, um, you know he 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 does some pick and roll with with the the bigs and yeah he you know he moves without the ball he passes he he kicks it out um you know when he kicks it out to a wide open Max Struess and Mac, and you know he Struess misses you know he goes one of seven from three like. How is that? You know, that's not a Mitchell. Like, that's not. So, so, so I even said it on Twitter tonight. I, I think, and I'm not calling it X, by the way, it's Twitter. Um, I do think uh, the the biggest, I agree with you, Kyle. I think the biggest thing you see when Mitchell's not on the court and when you're running it through, or when you say he's not playing, right? Um, that offense opens up early and you're getting your role players involved extremely early on. They're, I don't say forcing, but they're focusing on getting Struis more looks. They're focusing on getting everyone else more looks, and they have a chance to settle in. The biggest downside I think about Mitchell is he has moments where he takes over a game, and it's amazing to watch. He is a true, pure scorer. His, he is incredible. And then when you go a couple possessions without being involved and you pass it to a Mac, a wide-open Max, and he misses or hits the rim, 
because he hasn't had a he hasn't really had a lot of touches the past eight minutes. He's a little colder. What I saw tonight was they were extremely aggressive in passing the ball, looking for an open look, and getting getting Dean Wade looks, getting Craig, getting all those guys looks, and it made them look way more comfortable in the fourth quarter to take some of those shots. And it yeah. took. It, it, and if Donovan Mitchell was was there. I think you take two or three looks away from Max. Is he going to be able to feel comfortable taking that three-pointer he did like with a minute and a half left? I don't know. Here's the thing, though. Top two assist guys in our team, Garland at 5.8, Mitchell at 5.3. So, oh, yeah, no, they're both good at distributing. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it, it's not like and he's... Garland looked like... Garland's finally seems healthy. I know he's gotten yeah. kind of banged up still. That again, was a big thing. I think we said that early. Like it, it almost I, felt like even when he was playing, he didn't look like he was 100%. like there was some there was some games like when he was first coming back. I'm like, God damn, dude, like you look like something's not right. Like he looked bad. There was a couple like he just would. I mean, he would walk down the floor and just turn the ball over, you know, like yeah. it, it was uh, I think that I think that. Garland is finally getting into his own. Like, I think that Mobley has been playing like on offense. I love it. Like, oh, absolutely. you know, who has, you know, him and, um, uh, Struce have a really surprising like connection on the pick and roll. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, honestly, Struce is like really, I've been impressed with him and like, that's probably been what I've been most impressed with is him. Uh, and it's his ability to run the pick and roll with honestly either Mobley or Allen, which is yep. fun. It's super fun to yep to watch that. I mean, you know, I usually don't like it when Struis, you know, tries to you know make you know tries to lay the ball up, but it's, <laughs> well, it's one been, other uh, one it's other one other question before we get to our wonderful Billy Manziel bag of money bet of the week. Um, you guys think Darius Garland is playing with a little bit more of an edge this year? He has made some comments that I don't think he would have said that he's been very vocal about how good he thinks he is. He's been very aggressive at attacking the basket. I don't know if he's out to prove something or if he just feels he needs to assert himself after last year's loss in the playoffs to really take control of this team. But you guys think he's playing with an edge this year? I think Seems he's like, playing with we're def- Yeah, Go, go ahead. ahead, Joe. Or, no, sorry, Gray. You, you do it. Hit it. I was going to say, I mean, he's definitely, yeah, what Jason's probably going to say. I mean, he's definitely playing with more confidence, and we're certainly a better team when he's attacking the basket more. And, um, yeah, I mean, it certainly seems like it, but I don't, you know, I really haven't been paying attention to what he said too much, but. Yeah. I mean, unfortunately, his, his, I don't know. I haven't I haven't heard his comments either. I don't know. Yeah, I, I haven't. Honestly, I haven't noticed anything he, particular on the on the court. I think that. Um, I think that he shoots the ball like <laughs> with confidence, you know, um, yeah. I think, I think that he does have a little bit more. And I think that, uh, I mean, I don't know. It's, it's he's, a, he's, I'm, he's I'm, in his fourth year, right? Yeah. And so I'm really excited. I'm really excited. I know like, you know, people, I really hope like I, I'm really excited to see Mitchell come back into this team. Like, like I would, I really want to fucking see ourselves like see us healthy. Yeah. We have no, not really, really like nice. we've only had like a handful of games where we've had like four games. everyone. If that, yeah. well, 
yeah, like maybe like two or three or yeah, maybe four, yeah. like including a Coro. Like a has been out too. Like yeah. we haven't we got to see him a Paris few times in the now. early beginning of the season, and we were all like, okay, like this it's is really happening? hard to is this, is this it is this finally gonna is this finally gonna be it? And then he gets hurt. So and then it's hard to gauge the team if they're not playing, <laughs> and then you know for them obviously to build for the whole year. I mean, it's it's exactly it's, you it's know, like injuries can ha- really fuck you that way. Yeah, especially when it's when it's those kind of guys, and it's not your Dean Wade or yeah. George. You know? Right. The, uh, yeah. the 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 comment I brought that up on is uh, he was asked you know to talk he after he had a huge performance last week uh, he's asked you know about his performance and how well he's been playing this year and his comment was nobody can really guard me and that's been my mindset for a couple of years now I think I'm one of the best guards in this league you have to come in with that confidence and that positivity that no one can stay in front of you out there um, and I, I fully agree with him I think he is one of the best guards in the league. Um, He's been so team oriented that uh, I, I, th- I think that a little bit of his personality has always been held back a little bit. And I'm, I'm happy to see him call. I'm happy to see him be positive. I'm happy to see him being confident. I think we all agree. Confidence is the, the key there. So I think it's good um, to be confident. Um, he did, didn't come across as cocky. I might add be very confident, but not cocky. I think you need to be like if you almost envy, every NBA player should be like, Mm, I mean, I don't know. I shouldn't say that because people do need to find their role. Uh, and I think that's tough for a lot of basketball players who have always been the best. Every yeah. one of these guys at one point was the best player that they had I'm ever played level. with. Right. Like, you know, for a long time. Um, but it's sometime you have to grow out of exactly. your, I, you I, know, I agree. We're underachieving. And, and yeah, totally. But, you know, I, I, people can guard you man like that's the that's the re- that's the reality like yeah. it's you're not big and tall enough to be unguardable like it's just that's just the fact like when you are 62 uh you're n- you're not absolutely not unguardable like it's yeah uh, we, Mitchell's guardable you know you know what i mean like i i don't know i again i love it and he should have that mindset i'm i'm happy he does um, one of the best guards in the league. It's 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 hard for me to like. Has he? He didn't make it. He like when's like he hasn't made an All Star game yet. No, he no he he did. Did he two years ago? Yeah, when he was two, in Cleveland, okay, so it was had, two yeah. years ago. He did make the All Star game. That's that. I I was I I hesitated when I said that because I was like maybe, maybe he did. Um, it's it's just tough. It's because he didn't, you know, he made it as a as a reserve, obviously. Um, no, well, obviously, first team All NBA is nothing like that, and I don't think he's ever even really been considered for something like that. Did he um, help your guys uh, bet uh, today? Yeah. So uh, so yeah, yeah. Uh, jumping. Yeah. So you know what's not guardable? Uh, our ability to pick winners uh, this week, at least. Well, I should say just today. We're just going to bet yeah. Um, so I think, Gray, we should just, you know, not let anybody else bet on it. But uh, Gray and I won uh, two bets, I might add. Technically, I won three because I bet another bet, too, on the Cavs. Um, Darius Garland came up big for us. So uh, Darius, play with that confidence and that edge. 20 points, two threes, six assists, and Evan Mobley with another 15 points. Got us another big one. And then um, Gray was willing to bet a nine-leg parlay with me, and boy, did it pay out. So uh, I'm not going to read all off that because uh, that's a uh, it's a lot. Not necessary. It's, it's we won money. 
That's the important and thing. For all of our uh, for all of our new listeners out there, Billy Manziel's bag of money bet of the week is when all four of us oh God, here we go. <clears throat> together God and uh, pick a bet for that we usually do on the day of the podcast um, for the Cavs. It's been so far. Um, we do bet a lot together for um, all of our favorite sports and events so uh but it is what we do for this one so if you just tuned in how, this week is a little different because it was just joe and i because for some reason kyle and uh, jason did not but it's neither here nor there so um anyway sorry yeah. uh, no no uh fine um so really quickly uh normally we would go to uh the cut corner and vote on cuck of the week um i'm not going to give us an option guys i think we need to go another unanimous one i think we can all agree the cuck of the week is matt canada this week right any Jump anyone up. dissenting? Yep, not me. <laughs> Congratulations, gentlemen. We have yet another unanimous cuck of the week in Matt Canada. Hey, that's cucked. what I like to hear. There we well go. Done. Well done. Um, I'm sure he's a great human being. <laughs> God, he sucks at calling plays for football. I should say, alleged, uh, we are allegedly calling him a cuck. Allegedly, uh, it's a joke. Uh, we do not want to get sued. He's he allegedly certainly a cuck. lets other people fuck his wife. I was about to say I don't think we're all. I I think we can wow. all agree we're not talking about the the sexual part of it. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. So yeah, okay. Sorry. Wow. Well, you know what? Fuck, man. Oh. Fucking somebody else's wife. I think That's that puts kink, you dude. in. Uh, I'm not yeah. kink shaming. No, no, we don't kink shame. But but fucking someone's wife might put you in villain territory, right? I feel like you could be classified oh, as a villain. Oh wow. wow. <laughs> well done. That's uh, that's wow. going to take us into this week's game. Yeah, I've been getting better at transitions in here. In front of the mirror, talking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I am my own villain. I'm getting confident in things, much like Darius Garland. Um, that takes us into this week's game. Uh, we're not going to do a quiz. We're going to do a game. These three gentlemen, uh, Jason, Kyle, and Grayson, are going to be drafting four rounds of the best sports villains. They're going to draft top four, and then you guys, our listeners of 21 people, maybe more now, we might get some more listeners, are going to vote in a poll and tell us who had the best draft. Um, the draft order has already been determined by who's winning uh, our current our fantasy football league right now, so the order is going to go Jason, Kyle, and Grayson. This is a snake draft, gentlemen. Do I need to explain what that is? Are you taking uh, part in that? I'm going to be the arbiter. I'm going to, you guys are going to draft. And if there's any question on whether it's a valid sports villain pick or not, okay. I get to deciding vote. So you, one of you can dissent and I will tell you if the pick is valid or not. I'm also going to keep track in my handy dandy Excel sheet here on uh, who drafts whom. And uh, many, uh, then we can how review. many rounds? That's just from our on the ground reporter in downtown Los Angeles, uh, where the Lakers are, man, they're just piping the jazz 95, 65 tonight. LeBron James becomes the first player in NBA history to reach 39,000 career points. Unbelievable. Wow. Unbelievable. That's from our telegraph reporter. Boots on the ground. Speaking, I don't remember your I name. Just want, I just I want to bring this up you. too. I know I typed it out. Um, Pacers Hawks tonight, one fifty-seven to one fifty-two in regulation. It was <laughs> was it eighty eighty-six or eighty-five points by the Hawks in the first half? Eighty. I think yeah, it was they 86. had eighty-six in the first half. Dude, incredible, insane. They had a twenty-eight point quarter and still put up one hundred and fifty-two fucking points. That's and they, 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 are, lost. they lost. They embody. Yeah. They in that game embodies your life motto. Yeah. 
<laughs> there was precisely zero <laughs> defense played in that game. The best offense is a good offense. The best, the best off, the best, <laughs> best offense is a good offense. There you go. That's I think the over under was like two fifty or something like that yeah. too. It wasn't even close. They almost covered it by the one team. Um, um, all right, guys. Anyways, so here, so, yeah. so here we go. We're gonna do it's, it's, it's four rounds, right? So it's gonna essentially give you a Mount Rushmore of uh, you know four rounds. Uh, Jason is gonna get first pick. Followed oh, by Kyle Grayson. Fucking banger. And then it's going to go back to Grayson in a, a state draft. I'm going to keep track. At the end of every round, we'll revisit who everyone drafted just to let all of our finalists know who's off the board. Um, follow along. Draft your own players with us. Uh, but let's go ahead and get this rolling. Send Jason, you have, the, yeah, you have the first overall pick oh, boy. in the sports villain draft. Gentlemen, I'm coming out the gate hot as fuck. These guys are villains. In every sense of the word, we hate them as a country. My number one pick is Russia. Yes. Unbelievable. Miracle on ice, right? (laughs) Miracle on ice. Uh. They also invaded Ukraine. (laughs) Had a cold war with them. Wow, that's... Okay, okay. okay. Let's let's keep this... Remember, remember, sports villains, unless Ukraine and Russia are playing fucking curling over there, which I don't think they are. Certainly not playing curling. No. Yeah, Russia. Miracle. Um, Okay. That's a double whammy, too, because that's uh, both real and... um, A movie. A movie, yeah. so you hit the yeah. double. I mean, that's a, that's, a, that's a solid first overall pick. Uh, Kyle, you got the second overall pick here. Who you who you going to be taking? Yeah, yeah. So, um, I think for mine, there's there's really uh, there's really one right answer uh, right off the bat. Uh, fictional movie Ooh. is what I'm going with. Okay, uh, it is uh, Team Iceland. Team from Iceland from the Mighty, Mighty Ducks. Ducks. Too. Kyle is clearly pandering to me. Uh, specifically, the coach. I don't. Rem- I don't know if the coach was named, um, because he lost it for himself. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's that's a, that's a good solid pick. Uh, so, uh, uh, Grayson, uh, who you have the third and then the fourth. Let's do the third. We'll do a quick. Well, we'll to go to do your third and fourth pick here. All right, so. I, originally, I was going to also pick Russia as number one. Oh, uh, oh already, already getting taken. So I, the board. I, I had to go back to my uh, my my draft room here. So since I get to go back to back, um, I think my first pick is going to be the Monstars. <clears throat> wow. <clears throat> Which we don't Monstars need, need from movie. Space Jam. Wow. Uh, and then um, for my second pick, I mean, since. I know this is overall villains, but since our show mostly focuses on the Cleveland sports, I am going to pick the evil one. Second only, I'm not going to say what I'm going to, what I was thinking. Second only to some bad people. Oh, Art Modell. Oh, no. Art Modell is oh, uh, make sure you put him in the fantastic, yeah, yeah. a fantastic pick. Oh, you I just apologize. Gave him I, yeah, no, 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 no. I yeah. fixed it. I fixed it. No one else can see. It. No one can see that on the podcast. Right? It, 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 sorry, anyway, sorry. Uh, that is a uh, great pick. All wow. right, so uh, Jason with the USSR, Kyle with Iceland from the Mighty Ducks too, specifically the coach. 
uh, the Monstars from Space Jam. That's a solid first round, guys. V leaning very heavy on the fictitious until Grayson followed up with Art Modell from the first pick of the, of the second round there. So, Kyle, back to you here. Uh, Wolf Stanson, by Wolf, the way. Oh, oh that's right. Is Wolf, his name. The, Wolf the Dentist wow. Stanton. Wolf the yep. Dentist Stanton. That's yes. right. Yeah. Great, uh, yeah. great call there. That's, uh, a, that's a fantastic name for a villain, by the fantastic. way. God damn. Um, Okay, so uh, number two, my number two pick on this for the second round. Uh, I, 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 I'm going. You know, went went fictitious at first. I, I'm, I think I'm taking it back around to to the real side of things. Uh, the we have we have spoken on her. We have we have uh, you know called her name. <laughs> Oh, oh, is, this, is this figure skating by any chance? This is a figure wow. skating legend, Tanya wow. Harding. Wow. wow. Number figure skating skating yeah. in round two, baby. Let's play. Okay. Oh, baby. So, I mean, uh, truly, Tanya truly Harding. one of the biggest, greatest yeah. villains in yeah. all of sporting Guys, history. Guys, that is, that's like drafting Nick Chubb in the second round. That's a steal mm -hmm. of a pick. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's a steal that's one right serious there. serious value. Sure. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. huge value. Uh, I mean, Considering she, a she comes with a lead pipe. Or a baseball yeah, bat. She comes with an ex-husband. <laughs> yeah. Con considering we were yeah, trying to hire point. her for something a couple weeks ago. I don't We've remember. We've been trying to hire her for multiple <laughs> occasions. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, side, sure. note, side note, if she has a cameo, we are absolutely getting her to call out the Sporting News podcast, by the way. We have to. Uh, okay. Anyway. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Harding, we'd love to have you on our show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know you're listening. I know you're listening out there. She's definitely one of the 21. Uh, Grayson, go ahead and wrap up this second round. Uh, Jason, go ahead and wrap Jason. up the second round here. God damn it. Oh, uh, boy. Um, a lot of mine are fictitious, and this one is very near and dear. Actually, all of mine are fictitious. So this one's very <laughs> near and dear to my heart. Um, uh, wait, 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 wait. So you're saying that you're drafting Russia not from the real Miracle on Ice, but the movie Miracle? No, no, I'm... I am okay, okay, that is the real Miracle on Ice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's... So... There was a movie that came out about one of my beloved sports, a sport I've fallen out of love with as I've gotten older, but hold the, held dear to my heart. This man was one of the dirtiest race car drivers that's ever been. <laughs> Rowdy <This> Burns. <laughs> Rowdy Burns from Days of Thunder. Yep. As soon as you said you fallen out of it, I was like, it's wow. going NASCAR. That Rowdy is, Burns um, from Days of mm. Thunder. He almost ended Cole Trickle's career. And then they raced each other in wheelchairs in the hospital. You talk about passion for racing. Racing each other in wheelchairs in a hospital, that's passion. Okay. Uh, that's, an, that's an interesting choice. I don't dislike it. I just, I think you could have gotten better value because you should have known your audience and know that no one was going to be picking that. Wait. You could have got that in the fourth round. But let's see yeah, well. you go for the first pick of the third round. Boy, my last two picks are strong. You break my record. Now I break you like I break your friend. Oh. Gentlemen, I'm talking about Chong Lee from Bloodsport. Jeez. Damn. That. Chong, okay. Chong Lee. Not the, Sean Lee. The, not not oh, Sean Lee. I'm sorry. You said Chong not, Lee. Chung. Not Chong Lee, the, uh, the punter or the <laughs> linebacker. Chong Lee. Um, yeah, man. He. Whew. Those you know are... how much I love my old school fighting movies. Um, I, 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 I urge anyone to go back and watch Bloodsport. 
and the and just look at Chong Lee. I almost picked. Uh, I'm not gonna. I'm, he's not on my list. Um, I, is anyone picking anyone from the movie Kickboxer? <laughs> No. I'm gonna go with the. I'm no. gonna go with a big old. I no, the I was, no. <laughs> Joe, you'll appreciate this because you and I watched this movie together. I was gonna pick Tong Po, but not the OG <laughs> Tong Po, the Batista Tong Po. Weird. Weird. Wow. But, yeah. Sorry. You, moving on. Yeah. Yeah. Moving <laughs> on. Um, I'm just gonna go ahead and say those. I'm gonna do the Mel Kiper. Those feel like a reach to me, guys. Uh, those both those picks feel like reaches. Uh, Mel Kuyper's <laughs> fucking turning over in his grave, even though he's not dead Only. yet. Um, let's go ahead, Kyle. Kyle, who's your third round pick? Third round pick. I have. A, I, I. I got another banger right here. I think. Um, kicking it back to maybe the more uh, the the fictitious world. Um, gentlemen. Nobody makes him bleed his own blood. I am going with White Goodman from Dodgeball as my third round pick. That's uh, a very, very solid solid He, Man, he all he wanted to do. He was all he wanted to do was fuck over average Joe's gym, man. Globo gym. It was just it was just he was created be a villain and he uh he he nailed it ben so. Stiller, great performance there great great performance mm-hmm. uh grayson let's see how, how let's see how you perform here the last pick of the third round who you got drink my own pee because it's sterile and i like the taste oh <laughs> wow no my my uh Notice. pick here is um oj simpson the, I the fa- this is the steal of the yeah, draft. For sure, we literally took two and a half rounds to get to a, a real murderer. A, a, Wait, a what did murderer. he do wrong? Oh boy, yeah, Kyle, we don't have time. We do not have time for that. We don't have time. For Kyle, that. I don't. <laughs> so we don't. He drove. I'm not sure I understand the pick. Back. Yeah, was he too good at football? <laughs> he yeah, put you Broncos know, on the map. Like remade the Bronco because of OJ Simpson. <laughs> 30 years stopped making it first. He made the Kardashians then, famous, so he's apparently Chloe's dad, too, or something like that. I don't know. Um, all right, well, I mean, that didn't go the, down the avenue that I was hoping. Uh, Grayson, <laughs> let's go, Grayson, let's go ahead and take us home. The first pick of the fourth round here. I'm gonna stay in the same vein and I'm going to uh keep my team dangerous uh with a owner that will move you. Uh, I'm going to pick Ray Lewis. Mm. Wow. Um, honestly, your team might be too dangerous, but um, hey, anyone let's go argues. ahead and, uh, whew, to be fair right now, your team is leading in body count. Um, so <laughs> Kyle, who is your last pick? Did Ray Lewis kill a guy? Allegedly. He did kill a guy. Absolutely. Yes, kill he guy. Absolutely. Yeah, no, guy. he definitely did. <laughs> Yeah. Apparently, O.J. Simpson did not, though. You know, I mean, I mean, you picked two people who allegedly killed people, so that's a good point. A so, good what's point. your point? They oh, might not. They might not be. They might not actually be that dangerous. They might not be villains. They might not uh, be villains. If you ask, if you ask the USSR if they ever did anything, it's always alleged. Now, if <laughs> alleged you pick doping um, in the Olympics. 
alleged invading Ukraine. (laughs) Okay, this has gone down a path I was not expecting when I said sports villains. I'll I'll let Kyle pick the next one before I say what I was going to say. So, Kyle, go ahead. And I'll ask you a question. Uh, I think that this, I think that my next pick, um, he was real to a lot of us. Uh, However, it was in a movie, so uh, I guess it was, you know, fictitious again. Johnny Lawrence from the Karate Kid. Yeah. Jeez. That guy. Wow. Man, he fought dirty. He made you hate him. He was uh, the true embodiment of a of a sports villain that that someone was able to overcome. So, even uh, though yeah. the hero won with an illegal crane kick, I just like would like to state the fact that he absolutely shouldn't have won. Who's, who's counting? Yep. Yeah, no. Uh, yep. No, that's sometimes fair. You it's fair. Uh, sometimes you got to fight dirty. It's an inter- interesting you pick. Dirt with dirt. Uh, All right, right, Jay, um, take us home here. I know this is going to be absolutely ridiculous. The board is open. There are tons of fantastic sports villains. And there's a lot of this is going to go probably not where we expected. it. I could have gone with Aaron Hernandez. (laughs) He's on my draft board as well. I could have gone with Jeffrey Lebowski. I could have gone with Triple H from the G-Generation X era. Oh, WWE pull. Okay. Mm. I could have gone with the Grizzly Bear from Semi Pro. <laughs> <laughs> Gentlemen. Oh, man. <laughs> I am, however, not at all where I thought this was going to go. I'm going with a man who was 100 and 0 with 100 KOs, stood at 6 foot 5. He also hails from the USSR. Boy. Yeah, I'm rounding up my first and last pick with the Soviet Union. He's famous for saying, if he dies, he dies. Unbelievable. The most dangerous fighter of all time, Ivan Vasilyevich Drago. Wow. Went wow. With he was Drago. on my draft board. That, uh, that yeah, is a, a fantastic. Mine as well. That's very, very good value. Um, Great all pick. right, so Great pick. He also let's do a quick dope. Let's, let's do, yeah, allegedly doped. Let's go through a quick rundown. Jason uh, has one re- real, actual live sports villain in uh, the USSR, <laughs> aka Russia, um, of the good old, uh, you know, a miracle on ice game. Rowdy Burns from Days of Thunder, Chong Lee from Bloodsport, and Ivan Drago from the Rocky franchise. Uh, Kyle, um, also only one real person. He has Team Iceland from the Mighty Ducks 2. Tanya Harding and her ex-husband with the bat. White Goodman from Dodgeball and uh, Johnny Lawrence the karate, uh, from the Karate Kid. Grayson rounding his team out with only one fictitious sports villain and three real. He is the Monstars from Space Jam. Technically five. Have, he, he took over. Yeah, that's technically. You, you got a good value there. You got four players or five players for the price of one there. I drafted took him entire team. Yeah, he, he did actually. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you took uh, you took them over three real life people: Art Modell, who famously moved the Browns; O.J. Simpson, who was a famous running back for the Buffalo Bills and nothing else. Yep. Henry Lewis, famous linebacker for the Baltimore Ravens, and absolutely didn't kill anybody. Oh. Um, wow, um, guys, that's great. I just just for the I I had a list myself here. Um, I might add, you guys didn't take anyone from my top four, so I'm gonna. Do my oh top boy. four Let's really quickly. Your team then, Joe. Um, I have uh, <laughs> uh, my first one is the uh, Miami Heat era LeBron James. Wrong. 
Okay. First of all, we're a Cleveland based podcast. He's absolutely going. Um, I loved him the whole time. Uh, number two, I'm taking Skip Bayless. He's a villain to everyone, Ooh. every sport. He's like designed for that. Yep, design design generate. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also name a commissioner, any commissioner. They're oh. a villain, any commissioner. But I specifically called out Gary Bettman. I fucking hate Gary Bettman. He not only ruined hockey, but he ruined basketball too. Fucking piece of shit. Uh, and then um, we just watched a great sure. basketball game. So I we did, we did. But uh, I uh, I then have a one that is. Uh, I I think is a fantastic pull for my last pick. Don King. Don King, the boxing wow, the promoter. I, yeah. The original also a terrible human being. Definitely yeah. killed someone too. Yeah, um, no, he was fucked up. Yeah, I went I went the yeah. all real route. Um so it's slightly by the way, just one off the bat. If you guys take it, my next up would have been Pete Rose. So I thought about, I definitely thought about Pete yeah. Rose. Um, um I had Name AJ Pierzynski on my list. Like steroids. AJ, AJ, AJ Pierzynski. Wow. Fuck AJ Pierzynski, man. I don't, I don't disagree, but... Uh, Fuck a douche. A... Yeah. You um, cannot so... be a guest on our show, AJ Pierzynski. I don't think he wants to be. If AJ Pierzynski yeah, right. called us up and was like, yo. Fuck you guys want to be on Oh, you can't, you can't be on our show. I wouldn't be on the show that week. You guys can fucking <laughs> talk to AJ Pierzynski. He's dumbass. Well, guys, Maybe great draft. Will. Fantastic draft. He can be on your undrafted list. How about you? Can be on you hate him way more than I th- Now that I'm talking <laughs> about him, I hate him way more than I thought. Yeah, would, you, uh, t- would you like to drop off the guy who stole a franchise or drop off one of the two murderers you drafted? I'm sorry, alleged murderers. Pretty, alleged. Pretty close. It's all pretty close. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's clearly worse than those two. Or uh, the, any- the animated evil basketball team. Do we have any preliminary uh, like rankings? Do you, Joe, since you were the arbiter, do you have can you rank Man. our uh, quickly rank our teams our here? Like, uh, all right, uh, yeah. So, uh, the, I'm gonna go to the uh, Mel Kuyper's giving me some feedback here on all of your drafts. Um, I have to say, uh, I think Jason reached on two picks his second round pick of Rowdy Burns, that's the round pick of uh, Chung Lee. I, I, I they were not on my board. I don't think they were either on either either of yours. You could have gotten either one of them in the fourth round or undrafted. Uh, Ivan Drago is great value in the fourth. Fantastic value. Yeah. Um, a true villain who killed a good friend of Rocky. Uh, fantastic. I do like uh, Kyle's uh, team Iceland. He drafted an entire hockey team with an evil coach who had the nickname of the dentist. And no one likes the dentist. So you did good that value just there. so you get the victory from Joe. <clears throat> That's the only uh, reason. Uh, I, I, I don't believe I gave him. Uh, you drafted a country and so did Kyle. So uh, Tanya Harding is a more dangerous country. Uh, the USSR uh, doesn't exist anymore. That is true. Well, that is fair. It, it's it's returning. It's returning. Yeah. Uh, I like that the Tony Hardy pick at second is fantastic. Uh, White Goodman's great. I don't really love the Johnny Lawrence pick. I'm not a Karate Kid person, but so, but uh, I, I'm I'm just biased. So, uh, overall, good solid draft. Grayson um, with the Monstars. That's, that that that's a first round pick for sure. Art Modell, O.J. Simpson, Ray Lewis at the four. Um, you know, it's a little crowded with murderers, alleged murderers. I'm sorry, alleged murderers. Um, I think you got you got two for you got two for one with the O.J. pick, though. So that's that's great value. Uh, man, this is really tough for me. Uh, 
Honestly, it's between Kyle or Gray J. I'm sorry, I'm giving you uh, the third spot there. All right, um, my team would win in a fight. It it would it would win in a fight. It would absolutely win in a fight. Mostly because Rowdy Burns would run everybody was, over. What we were drafting yeah. on. Yeah, if we were drafting <laughs> on a fight, I'd give you the win. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna have to give it to to Grayson there. I think uh, I think uh, he's got a five for one value. Yeah, twice, the animate, yeah. twice in two weeks. Yeah, bitch. Calling shenanigans. Yeah, uh, yeah, it, shenanigans. Yeah. He just won because he picked Art Modell. Yeah. Joe well, first of, team. I didn't pick either of the teams that have a hockey team on it, by the way. I didn't pick the sour. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I am. The, 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 listen, listen, I my personal favorite pick. Kyle has my personal favorite pick with Tanya Harding at the, in the second round. That is Thank you. that was that was the fa- that was my favorite pick also. Fantastic. Uh, she was also Thank on my big board, but, uh, you know, taken off. Yeah, uh, and also personally, I think my list is the best anyway, so it doesn't matter. Joe, do you think we could use this um, as an opportunity actually to maybe make our first uh, post on Twitter for a good poll option? Ooh. I do think I do need to start using Twitter and our Instagram. We have so both, and I haven't used them. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so uh, for anybody who's still listening to this, which I'm sure there's not many, you can uh, feel free to. We could use some listener mail. Email us at thesportingnudes at gmail dot com. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter. We are uh, Sporting Nudes Pod on Twitter, and I don't remember the Instagram off the top of my head. But I will put it in the I will put it in the uh, details of the uh, pod on Spotify. We're also now on Apple Podcasts. Go find us there. The Sporting Nudes. Holy shit. You guys know like and subscribe. Is that what you have to say? Yeah. Uh, Fuck you, Jason. We haven't said that once. Yes. We almost made it through. We almost made it through. Now I think this uh, podcast is profanity. Kim, if you're still listening, this fuck you, Jason goes out to you. Uh, Fuck you, Jason. All right. My team's got the most bodies. Does it? Jesus. And on that note, uh, we'll talk to you. Happy Thanksgiving, <laughs> yeah. everybody. I hope you guys. Yeah. Uh, I'm thankful for that none of those fighters are real. Happy, uh, happy genocide. Ah, uh, USSR. <laughs> I said fighters. I call USSR it specifically definitely the has the most bodies. This was after Joseph Tony. You don't get credit for Stalin, though. So. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and on that bleak bombshell, yeah. uh, it yeah. is time to end. <laughs> Yeah, all of you yeah. guys <laughs> have uh, a great, great Thanksgiving. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll cap it off um, by saying congratulations, I guess, to the um, the Montreal Alouettes beat the Winnipeg ah, yes. Blue Bombers. Um, and as they say in Germany, Ivan Drago was the best fighter ever. OJ Simpson and Ray Lewis didn't kill anyone. And Gutentag. <laughs> Little mommies and daddies. Yes. Guten Tag. Guten Tag. <laughs> boy, oh boy. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>